Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, The Biblical Woman. And in this week's message, Pastor DeMichael will guide us through the Bible to show us what the Word of God has to say about a biblical woman. But the preacher has plenty to say to the men and children as well, as we all have an important role when it comes to the women in our lives. These wonderful and vital members of our family rarely get the credit they deserve, and we believe these lessons will help everyone have a better appreciation. And we also pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear today's message again or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Ephesians 5 tells the husband to love his wife even as Christ loved the church. And sir, you're to be the head of the home. You're to take your responsibility seriously. And you're to do it in love. And then gals, God tells you to be in subjection to your husband. I know I'm standing here and I'm a man. But honestly, I didn't write this. I didn't write a single word of the Bible. It's God's word. And truthfully, if you'll think it through, your husband has a harder job. But all of us have to take our place. Peter goes on to say, Even as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters ye are, as long as ye do well and are not afraid with any amazement. Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife. Giving honor unto the wife. Guys, God give you a biblical, a biblical woman for a wife. You should bless her and praise her often. You should encourage her. Because when she walks outside of these four walls, that old world is going to tell her that she's wasting her time being a keeper at home. She's wasting her time being in subjection to you. She's wasting her time raising children. She's wasting her time being a, a godly Christian woman. But we know that she's not. What the world would have you invest your lives in, ladies, is things that are vain. Vanity. You know what vanity means uh, in, its, in its most basic definition? Something that is of no lasting value. Bless her. Her children rise up and, and praise her. Proverbs 31, verse 28. Where'd they learn to do that? Her husband. Her husband also. Her husband also, and he praiseth her. And then he goes on to say in verse 29, Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Rise up and praise her, sir. And don't get behind on your I love yous. Look, you can go up, if you're like me, you can go a month, two months, three months without her saying I love you. I know she loves me because when I wake up in the morning, she's still there. Your wife can't live off of that. She needs to hear it from you every day. Giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel as being heirs together of the grace of life that your prayers be not hindered. Be the leader, sir. By the way, if you find something in this message that goes crossways with something that's going on in your home, take a stand for what's right. And correct the problem. My wife and I, when we got married, we were first-generation Christians. Honestly, there's, there's very little that we knew what we were doing. 
But we did, we did make this decision. And uh, 43, going on 44 years of marriage, neither of us have backed off of this. We believe it's as important today as it ever was. But I wanted her to love God more than she loved me. I wanted her to love me more than anybody else in the world, but I wanted her to love God more than she loved me. And she wanted me to love God more than her. To love her more than anybody else in the world, but to love God more than her. Why? Because then when I'm wrong, she won't go along with me. Going, going along with somebody when they're wrong is not showing them love. Real love corrects the problem and risks the relationship. Think about that one for a while. Her attitude of humility, her attitude of a meek and quiet spirit. Look at 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 9. In like manner also that women adorn themselves in modest apparel. We'll go back to that in a little while. With shamefacedness and sobriety. Not with broided hair, or gold, or pearls, or costly array. But which becometh women professing godliness with good works. Again, you see that adorning, but the adorning goes beyond the apparel, which we'll go back to here in a moment, but this shamefacedness, it's the antithesis. And and I'm going to keep talking to you about Christian feminism, because there is a brand of feminism that tries to parade as biblical Christianity. It's not sassy. It's not in your face. This shamefacedness is not edgy. It's not worldly. It's not rebellious against authority. I wish I had the time, and I don't this morning, but there's an article I picked up out of the paper about human trafficking. And if you recall, not too long ago, not many weeks ago, not more than, say, five or six weeks ago, we were in Philippians 3, and we talked about Satan's masterpiece, how Satan in the garden in Genesis 3 drove a wedge between Eve and her natural leadership, ultimately God. And he basically told her, you're missing something. God's keeping you from something. Hollywood would make you think that most of the women caught in human trafficking, and some are, but that the vast majority, you know, they get, they get kidnapped at the mall, and you never see them again. And then they get shot up with drugs, and they're used as a prostitute for a couple years until they fall over dead. I'm sure that happens. This article was written by a mother and her daughter. The daughter had been a victim of human trafficking for, for five years. And they started the first organization to help women out of this. And she goes on to chronicle how most human trafficking in America takes place. And it is Genesis 3 to a T. These girls are not grabbed at the mall and drug off. They have paid spotters who look for girls who are not only attractive but seem vulnerable because of something that happened in their lives. They're often in the schools. They're often in, in, in uh, uh, the open marketplace. And then they start to work the girl for a year or two, befriending her. A lot of them meet on social media. Then pretty soon they provide a boyfriend. And pretty soon they start explaining to her how her parents are holding her back. Her church is holding her back. Her morals are holding her back. Her beliefs are holding her back. Her, her friends that she has now are holding her back. She needs to get liberty. She needs to get freedom. She needs to be her own person. She needs to run with us. And the amazing thing to me, and again, I don't have time to read it. I'm going to have to leave it at that, 
is these gals are worth, on an average, $400,000 a year to their pimps. And these, guy, and these girls do it for nothing. For years, thinking they're being liberated by giving themselves away. Folks, a prostitute does better than that. Folks, rebellion is rebellion no matter how you clothe it. And it ends in the same place. It ends in slavery to sin. And I don't care if it's secular rock and roll rebellion or Christian rebellion. It's rebellion. He goes on to say, look at the verse. He says, he says, in like manner also, women adorn themselves in modest apparel with shamefacedness and sobriety. Do you know what sobriety is? Why is this such a mystery to modern, mamby-pamby, contemporary-minded, liberal Christians? It means you're not buzzed with alcohol. Do you, do you, know, why, do you know why a Christian would want to drink? Look, go kid somebody else. Some of us drank. Some of us did drugs before we were saved. Some of us know what the world thinks of these accommodating worldly Christians who think they're going to belly up to the bar with the lost man, you ready for it, and win them with a yellow pop in their hand. We always thought that was pretty funny. We know what alcoholic wine is for. It's for getting a buzz at the very least. Come on. Or to be conformed to the world because you don't want to be different. You're afraid to be different. By the way, the world doesn't respect you. I tell you what, you get the gals going on this thing, they're the, one that, they're the ones that got the temperance going during the days of prohibition, and they're the ones that, uh, that mad uh, mothers against drunk driving, they're the ones that got all these laws passed against not just driving intoxicated, but driving buzzed. You get the gals on the right side of the, equa of the equation, they'll get something done. In like manner also that women <clears throat> adorn themselves in modest apparel, with shamefacedness and sobriety, not with broided hair or pearls or costly array. That's her attitude. Number two, her actions. Her actions. If you want to go with me to Proverbs 31. Her actions. Proverbs 31, the virtuous woman in Proverbs 31 was filled with good deeds. She was filled with good deeds. Now look, I can't cover this whole section of Scripture from verses 10 to 31. There's no way I can cover it all in the amount of time we have. And by the way, I, I, I've, been in, I've been preaching for over 40 years, so bear with me for a minute. I'll, I'll let you in on a little trade secret. One way people try to get around something they don't want preached at them is they will say, you didn't talk about the whole thing. You left this out or that out. I will tell you up front, I'm going to leave some things out because we don't have enough time. But we covered all those other things that I'm not covering we want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, The Biblical Woman, by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, Pastor DeMichael has detailed the importance of a biblical woman, the pressures they are facing today, and how we can help them and show our appreciation for them. A good wife and mother is a priceless asset to any home. And a biblical woman can influence the future of this country more than she could ever imagine. God has used women throughout history in many mighty ways, and we pray for the women around the world who endeavor to glorify God. 
And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. And you can also visit our YouTube page and follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45, and, of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting kids programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.